Welcome to the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast, the podcast that always keeps its promise. And now your host, Amy Porterfield. Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast. And this is going to be a fantastic session because it's part two of a three-part mini training I'm doing all around Facebook. Now, if you missed the first part, you can find it at amyporterfield.com forward slash seven. And in that episode, I talk all about how to get more Facebook fans. Now, this session is all about getting more leads on Facebook, growing your email list with your Facebook efforts. In the final mini training, part three, we're going to talk about how to make money on Facebook, how to actually sell on Facebook. It's going to be a little different than you might think. There's a twist to it. So make sure you check out that episode when it goes live, and that will be episode nine. Before we dive into the two strategies I'm going to teach you today, and side note, one is really easy but highly effective. The other one has a few more layers to it, but definitely worth your time and effort because you can get huge results from this strategy. I'm not going to give you what they are just yet. I first wanted to mention the whole Amy Unplugged version, which was episode number seven. So if you didn't hear it, basically I asked everyone to give me some feedback. I was going to try to be more casual. I wasn't going to have as much of a script. And of course, I always prepare for my podcast. There's no way I would show up and just wing the whole thing. But I'm trying to just basically not edit every little mistake out and just do more of a free flow conversation like I was talking to a friend. That's some feedback I got from people to just relax a little bit. Me coming from the corporate world makes it hard not to be all polished and professional every minute. So anyway, I relaxed more in episode seven and your feedback was amazing. I think one person actually said they'd rather be more polished and professional everybody else, and I mean a lot of comments through email and comments on the show notes, through Twitter, through Facebook, people were saying, we love the Amy Unplugged, be casual, have fun with it, don't think you have to edit out every mistake. So there you have it. That's going to be the new way I do this podcast, and I have to admit, like I did in episode seven, it's really uncomfortable for me. I want to edit out every mistake just so I don't waste your time with my fumbles, but I can understand why it's appealing to go with the casual nature of things because those are the podcasts that I love the most too, the people that are really real. So you've got me completely real, here I am, and let's go ahead and dive into the content. My brand voice guide is my business's North Star when it comes to keeping all my business content and marketing content clear, consistent, and inviting. That's why I created the brand voice guide outline you wish you had sooner, which is a free resource to help your business experience the same as mine. So all you have to do is plug in your business details into the given outline that I've created that has all the essential components of a brand voice guide. So you don't even have to pay to get it created like I did. You can plug in your information and you'll be well on your way to having a cohesive voice across all brand assets. And I've even shared my own brand voice guide with you so you can use it as a reference as you craft your own. It's like having a mentor right by your side. So go to amyporterfield.com forward slash voice guide to grab your copy of the brand voice guide outline you wish you had sooner. And I can promise you, you're going to elevate your brand instantly. That's amyporterfield.com forward slash voice guide. 
Now, I first want to start out with the strategy I use with my customers about how to look at Facebook marketing. And that is I break it up into three different sections, attract, promote, sell. Pretty simple, right? And in the attraction phase, it's all about growing your community on Facebook. In the promotion phase, it's all about growing your email list. You're actually putting out great valuable content in exchange for name and email, and also you're building engagement and exposure, so you're doing a lot in that promote phase. And then the third phase, selling, I have a little bit of a different take on how you should sell on Facebook, and that is you take it outside of Facebook as well. So I'll teach you more of this in episode nine when it goes live, but really I talk about how to keep things real time inside Facebook and build those relationships as well as use email marketing to solidify the relationship and actually lead a fan to become a customer. But we'll get into all of that in episode nine. For this episode, I want to talk to you about the promotion phase in the sense of how you use Facebook to really get a genuinely interested fan to becoming part of your email list, a subscriber. Now here's how I use Facebook. I use Facebook as a launching pad, and that's how I want you to look at Facebook. It's your launching pad, your foundation, it's where your community is, and it's where your fans get to know, like, and trust you, Marketing 101. And from there, it's also a place if you give 100% to supporting and helping your fans, you will become the authority, the go-to source in your niche. That's what Facebook will do for you. And Facebook is also, of course, where you're going to turn your fans into quality leads. Now, here's what's interesting. That's where I think Facebook kind of stops. I say the word kind of because you're going to keep doing all of this. You're going to keep the engagement up, posting great images, posting great questions, getting people to talk. That's going to always happen. But when it comes to actually moving your fan to become a lead, you keep them on Facebook moving that lead to become a customer, we take them outside of Facebook. The important part for you is to look at Facebook as the foundation for where it all starts on your social media sites and really focus on those two things, building a community and turning those fans into quality leads who are genuinely interested in what you're selling. Now, I wanna talk to you a little bit about how I've used Facebook over the last few years. Since promoting on Facebook, my webinars are always full. I did two webinars last week, and if you know anything about GoToWebinar, which is the platform I use for my live webinars, you can only get 1,000 people on a live webinar. Kind of ridiculous, I know, but I love the platform so much that I kind of work around it. So what I do is I try not to invite too many people on one webinar so people don't get locked out, but I always hit that limit of 1,000 people. I used to have a challenge with getting a full house on a webinar before I started using Facebook, the organic way to use Facebook, meaning growing that exposure and engagement and getting people excited, and the paid way to use Facebook, Facebook ads. I use them both, and I always am able to fill up webinars. One of my last webinars had 12,000 people sign up for it. I broke it up into three or four webinars so everyone could get on, but 12,000. I would have never seen that without the support of Facebook. Also, I increased my 2011 six-figure revenue by 118% in 2012, and I'm on track to increase my 2012 revenue by at least 50% by the end of 2013. I hate to talk about money in that way, but I wanted to tell you that because I'm seeing a direct correlation 
between how I use Facebook and the strategies I use on Facebook and what the bottom line looks like. And I've been able to do a lot of tracking to make sure that the activity I do on Facebook is truly converting fans into customers. So that's why I was excited to teach you these two strategies today, because it will move you closer to big results. Also, when I do specific promotions, like when I'm promoting a live webinar or doing a contest or whatever it might be, I'm able to grow my email list by thousands per month. Now, this isn't every month because I don't do big promotions or big opt-in opportunities every month. But when I do, I see my list grow by thousands. Again, it's because I use Facebook as my launching pad, my foundation. And of course I use other social sites, but I look at them as secondary social sites, meaning Pinterest, YouTube, and Twitter tend to be my secondary secondary social media sites. And I use them to drive traffic to the webinars or contests or whatever I might be doing. But I really put most of my efforts on Facebook. Now, why do I do that? You might say, well, of course you do, Amy. You teach Facebook marketing. We wouldn't expect anything less. Well, I do it even more so than just because I teach it. I do it because I know my audience is on Facebook. I do it because Facebook has more than a billion users. And so for you, for your business, I can pretty safely say your audience is spending time, maybe multiple times a day, they're logging onto Facebook. So if you're able to meet them where they're at, you're gonna have a better chance to actually get seen and heard by the people that matter most to your brand. So the first strategy I'm gonna teach you to grow your email list with your Facebook efforts is one all around your timeline cover image. So your timeline cover image, for those of you who are fairly new, is that big image across the top of your Facebook page. So today we're talking pages, not profiles, but across your Facebook page. And what you might not have known is that Facebook has recently loosened their guidelines. And what I mean by that is, Just months ago, you were not able to use that timeline cover photo to advertise. So you were not able to put an email address or a website, any contact information for that matter, an address or whatever it might be. You were not able to add any pricing details like 25% off. And most importantly, you were not able to do any kind of call to action. Meaning you couldn't say, go check out our latest 50% off deal here and put a URL for a website. All of that would have been against the guidelines. But Facebook now says you can do all of that. The only real rule they have right now is you cannot use more than 20% of text on your timeline cover photo. So as long as you have less than 20% text, you're good to go. So you wanna use graphics, maybe pictures of you or your team or whatever works for you but definitely include a call to action on your timeline cover photo. So a few details here, the perfect specs for a timeline cover photo are 851 by 315 pixels. And if you go check out mine, right now it might say something different depending on when you're listening to this, but right now what it says is my name and then it says brand new free webinar, how to create a results focused, easy to implement Facebook marketing plan. Sign up here and then I have amyporterfield.com forward slash webinar. So right now, if you went to it, you can actually go sign up for one of my webinars. And this is how I grow my leads on Facebook because if people are coming to my Facebook page, if they're checking out what I'm doing on Facebook, then they're likely an ideal candidate to join my email list so they can get to know me even more. Because the whole thing about getting leads on Facebook, you're able to attract a really targeted audience meaning you can target by age, gender, location, 
interests. And so when you target at that level and you find your ideal audience on Facebook and then they become a lead, you know it's not a cold lead. This becomes a lukewarm lead because you actually are talking with them on Facebook, engaging with them there. And now you're going to start a relationship via email marketing once you get that lead and turn them into a warm lead And then of course, turn them into a hot lead that becomes a customer. So it's all a journey that you're doing, just like any type of marketing campaign. But again, I want you to focus on fan attraction and leads when it comes to Facebook. So when you actually change your timeline cover photo, here's the coolest thing ever. When you upload a new photo to Facebook, just like any photo, but this time it's going to be your timeline cover photo, you'll have the opportunity to go in there and edit that photo and add a status update. So if people were to click on your timeline cover photo, a big light box pops up, they see the image, and then they see your status update next to it on the right. And there you can actually type in anything you want. So for me, I typed in a few more details about the webinar. And again, I did a call to action. Go here now to grab your seat and a link. So now I have an active hot link in the status update where they can click it and go right to sign up. Because of course you can't click an image in Facebook and go right to a web page, but you can click a status update link and go right to a web page, whether it be inside of Facebook or outside of Facebook. So when you upload your timeline cover photo, make sure you include a status update with it that includes a link to wherever you want them to go in a really strong call to action. Because the great thing about uploading a timeline cover photo is that it gets out into the newsfeed. And when people see it in the newsfeed, they'll be able to see your status update as well. So it's a pretty powerful strategy that's really, really easy to set up. So I want you to commit to at least exploring this option, changing your timeline cover photo so it has a call to action in it. Maybe it even has a URL to tell people where to go and then adding it to your timeline with a status update with another link to tell people where to go so you get that hot link in there as well. I often get asked, well, Amy, who does your timeline cover photos? And I use customfanpagedesigns.com. I'll make sure to link to them in the show notes at amyporterfield.com forward slash eight. They're not an affiliate of mine. However, I really love to use them because they're great at what they do, great customer service, and they always take really good care of me. So take action, get that timeline cover photo updated, and you're going to see more leads come through through your Facebook efforts. I know you're focused on marketing and selling your digital products, but I know many of you also have physical products and I wanna talk about Shopify. (coughs) Shopify is a user-friendly commerce platform that helps you, my dear online entrepreneur, build an online store and make more sales at any stage of your business. They're the force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other businesses at every size. Let me tell you why Shopify is an online entrepreneur's dream platform. It's because it helps turn your browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout experience. In fact, it converts 36% better compared to other leading e-commerce platforms. Yeah, loving that. And I don't know about you, but as an online entrepreneur, my customer's experience, especially when it comes to checking out, is so important. Plus, not only do they support your customers, they support you as the entrepreneur. Shopify's award-winning help desk is there to support your success through every question and every step of the way. There's a reason Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash made easy, all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash made easy now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. That's shopify.com slash made easy. We are online marketers, which means we have unique needs. And there are so many options out there for paid media. Sometimes it's hard to figure out where should you go to reach your ideal audience. But here's the thing. Have you thought about LinkedIn ads? LinkedIn ads empowers marketers with solutions for you and your customers, and it allows you to build the right relationships and drive results and reach your customers with meaningful content. You do not want to sleep on LinkedIn ads. And here's the thing, 79% of content marketers said LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. I hear it from so many of my peers, and I know you're doing important work. And with that, you wanna make sure that the work you're doing is getting in front of the right people. And that's what LinkedIn ads will allow you to do. So let your marketing efforts connect with the right audience and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. So if you go to linkedin.com slash Amy, you can get that $100 credit. So that's linkedin.com slash Amy. Terms and conditions apply. Now, the second strategy I wanna teach is all about Facebook contest. Now, I don't typically talk about Facebook contests. In the past, to be honest, I haven't been a huge fan of contests until I found a new tool that I've been exploring and using and thought, okay, I've got to share this tool with everybody here because it's that good. So first, let's talk about why you would want to run a contest. So here's the deal. When it comes to Facebook contests, when you do them right, and I'm going to show you how to do them right and give you some ideas for your own contest, but when you do them right, you have a bigger opportunity to go viral. Now, when I use the word viral, I don't mean a million you know, views of a video all about puppies and kittens. I mean, when you go viral with a Facebook contest, you have a bigger opportunity to get in front of an audience that matters most to your brand especially if you give away the right prize, but I'll get to that in a minute. Also, you can reward your loyal fan base for helping you spread the word about your contest. And I love that because now you have brand ambassadors that are excited to tell other people about your contest and you get the opportunity to reward them as well. This tool I'm gonna tell you about will actually reward those people that are spreading the word for you. So not only are contests a great way for social proof, you know, let people know about you and actually encourage other people to spread the word for you, they're also, of course, a great way to get leads. Now, I have so much great information to share with you about Facebook contests and how you can get one set up right away, but first I thought I better tell you about my tool of choice, this tool that I really love to use to run contests, and that is Contest Domination. Now, before you go to Contest Domination and check it out, I want to tell you that the company, actually the owner of the company, Travis, gave me a dollar trial link. So I'm going to put that in my show notes because definitely you want to try it out before you pay. And this is not a free tool, but it's so good that I thought I still got to share it with you. It's worth paying for if you want to run a contest to get more leads. But to get that dollar trial, just go to amyporterfield.com forward slash eight, and I'll have it in the show notes. I tell you that because I didn't want you to miss the opportunity if you just went to contest domination and signed up. So here's the deal. Contest domination is a really easy tool to use, 
but it has many layers to it. So it helps you create the best contest you could ever put on on Facebook. It fully integrates with Facebook. So it allows you with a few clicks to create a custom application on your Facebook page, and then you can run traffic to that application and keep everything inside Facebook. When you keep things inside Facebook, you tend to have a better conversion rate. So that's why I really love this tool. It integrates well with Facebook. Also, it has fantastic analytics. So it will tell you, you know, who is new to your contest via a referral, who has um, opted into your contest via your email list. It shows you conversion percentages and lets you know on a whole how you're doing on your contest in real time. So the contest analytics are fantastic. It integrates with Infusionsoft, Aweber, MailChimp, GoToWebinar. Pretty cool, right? So it has a lot of opportunities to integrate and over 8,000 people are currently using this tool. It definitely has the customer base to back it up. Also, it allows you, not only does it allow you to integrate with Facebook, it allows you to create mobile ready custom apps. Meaning if someone goes to your Facebook page from a mobile phone and they click on one of your custom applications, those little boxes across the top, if they're on a mobile phone, they will not even see those boxes. But if you use the mobile ready Facebook application with this contest, anybody on a mobile phone can enter your contest as well. Pretty cool, right? So I love that feature. And one more thing, contest domination allows you to create a like gate before people enter your contest, meaning they have to like your page before they enter your contest. So now again, you're getting more likes, although your main focus is getting those leads. So you're getting likes and leads. But my favorite feature from contest domination, I guess my second favorite The first favorite is I love that it actually integrates with a Facebook application and you don't have to set up the application. They'll do it for you. But this, my second favorite feature is that once someone actually registers for your contest, the page changes on the custom app. And now it says something like, okay, so now that you're entered, if you want more chances to win, help us spread the word. And so the person that enters your contest will get extra points for spreading the word on Facebook. Twitter, LinkedIn, anywhere you want them to share. Also, there's another opportunity where once they help spread the word, you can encourage them to follow you on Twitter or like your Facebook page if you didn't use a light gate. So there's so many different layers to this contest, but the main point is you reward people, you give them more chances to win if they help you spread the word. And that's how this contest differs from a lot of other contest applications. It allows you to get referrals. Now, let me give you some case studies I think you're going to enjoy, and it kind of will paint the picture of how you can use the tool and what kind of results that you can possibly get from such an application. So the first one is from Mixergy. Now, Andrew Warner, he has a website where he interviews top entrepreneurs. He's published over 800 interviews. Crazy, right? And these interviews are fantastic. So this is a pretty popular website, but here's the deal. At the time of his contest, he was selling premium memberships for his site. And what he wanted to do is get more leads and eventually turn those leads into more memberships. The problem was he had a marketing phobic audience. This audience of his, they hate any kind of marketing. So he had to be really careful with what he did. Well, the interesting thing is, of course, we all know that contests are a form of marketing, but most people do not see them as traditional marketing like they would a Facebook ad. 
So a contest, it's more fun, it's less in your face, and people respond to them well. So here's his plan. He gave away three lifetime subscriptions to his premium level. Now his premium level at the time was $500. So that's a $500 value and he gave away three. So here's something to think about. When you're gonna do a contest, especially with contest domination, you want that prize to be really good. You know, go out of your comfort zone, make it something that's extremely valuable to your ideal audience so that they're going to not only want to enter, but they can't help themselves, but tell all their friends about it. Now, something to consider with giveaways, try to make it very specific to your brand. Meaning if you give an iPad away, I can promise you, you're going to attract a bunch of people to your contest but they're not the type of people that are specifically interested in what you're selling or your brand. So make sure that that giveaway is specific to your brand, meaning it will attract your ideal audience. Now, if you really want to give away an iPad, because that tends to be the most popular gift right now or giveaway on contest, tell people that it's loaded with your content or it has one of your premium products on the iPad. So incorporate your business one way or the other. Don't just give away a shiny new iPad. You're going to attract the wrong audience. I like the idea of giving away, let's say, three uh, one-hour coaching sessions or giving away one of your best products or giving away a ticket to an event that you're doing. So try to make it extremely valuable but very relevant to your brand. So back to Mixergy, what he did is, again, he gave away three lifetime subscriptions to his premium level. And he gave one point for every entry. So when you registered, you got a point, but you got 10 points for your referrals. So he made it really attractive for you to spread the word and tell your friends about his contest. He put it on the social media sites as well as he emailed to his list. And notice I said social media sites, even though this is a contest on Facebook, he still pinned images of it on Pinterest, talked about it on Twitter, maybe made a video about it on YouTube. I don't know if he did that part, but I would definitely do that. Make a short video telling people about your contest, put it up on YouTube, drive traffic to your custom app on Facebook. So use your other social channels as those secondary support systems in order to drive traffic to your contest. Also, he did something really cool where he offered a bonus where anybody that referred someone to his contest, he did a private Q&A session and told them all about how he set up this contest and how it worked for him. Because these people, although they do not want to be marketed to, they're actually marketers, these people that are on his list. And so because of that, they were very curious about the contest, how he did it, how it's working for him. So when he got that feedback from people, he decided to add a bonus where if you refer one person, you'll get a personal invite to a Q&A he was doing all about how he set up his contest. Pretty cool, right? So that was his contest. That's what he did. And let me give you some results. He had 5,527 contest entries. Out of the 5,527 contest entries, 3,714 were non-referral, meaning they were already on his email list. But 1,813 came from the referrals on his social media sites. That means he got 1,813 new leads from his contest. He also got 678 new Facebook likes. Not bad, right? By running this contest, he was able to get his existing list excited about something. He was also able to get almost 2,000 new 
leads on his email list, and he grew his Facebook fan base. Just by running one contest, he was able to get these solid results. So that's Andrew Warner from Mixergy. Those are his great results. But let me give you another example completely different. This case study is about a guy that had zero people on his email list, and he was starting from scratch on his social media sites. His name is Anthony, and he wanted to start a Facebook page or an online marketing business all around marketing for local businesses and specifically marketing local deals for those businesses, kind of like a Groupon. But the great thing is he knew that he was in a really small town. And in this small town, Groupon and the other big companies like Groupon really didn't pay attention to the small town. So he knew there was opportunity there and he wasn't going to have to compete with the big boys. So to be specific, he wanted a local audience only and his focus was on using Facebook traffic to get more leads. And here's what he did. He ran contests for local gift cards of the businesses that he eventually wanted to run their local deals. So he went to these different stores, these local businesses, and purchased gift cards to give away in his contest. And then he curated these businesses' existing coupons and deals and talked about them on his Facebook page. So that was the content that he used to get people excited about, you know, engaging with him on Facebook. He talked about all the local deals that were going on in his local community. He also purchased Facebook ads to get more exposure for the contest. And that's something I really think is worth testing out. Once you set up your contest, in order for it to go viral, you've got to get traffic to it. So if you have an existing email list, definitely email your list and tell them about the contest, but also try a few inexpensive Facebook ads and drive traffic to that custom app on Facebook to get some exposure and get some buzz around your contest. At least in the very beginning, I encourage you to do this. And again, with his contest, in these ads, he only targeted his local community. Now here's the great news. People started talking. They started to actually go into the businesses and say, hey, is this guy legit? Is he really going to give away a $100 gift card to your store? And the businesses loved it and they said, yeah, enter the contest, definitely. We'd love for you to win the, win the gift card to our store. So people started talking about it. The businesses started getting excited about it and paying attention to what Anthony was doing. That's his name, Anthony Veltri. I don't know if I mentioned that earlier. And so he really started to create some buzz around his brand new initiative. Remember, he didn't have a list and he didn't have a Facebook community to speak of. So with this contest, he was able to put himself on the map. Now listen to these results. He generated over 2,300 Facebook likes. Now, you always hear me say, likes are not where you want to stop, but they're definitely where you need to start. So starting a new Facebook community, it was important that he got those likes. He curated an email list of over 2,100 and it's growing. His town only has 56,000 people in it. So if he can grow that email list to even a few thousand more, he's doing a pretty good job. Also, with this email list, his average open rates have been between 40 and 45%. If you do any email marketing, you know that's really solid. So I tell you this because it wasn't just an email list of people that wanted free things. These are people that are actually interested in the businesses he's talking about and they're opening his emails. And the average click rates of those emails are between 18 and 25%. Again, really strong. Now here's what's even better than that. Local businesses immediately wanted to advertise with him. They wanted to buy ad space with him on his website. 
because so many people were already talking about what he was doing, the businesses started paying attention. So he basically used a contest to start a little company for himself. And I'm sure it's gotten bigger and bigger over time, but a contest could be a great launching ground if you're just starting out. Now, for someone like me that's been at it for a while, it's a great way to infuse more excitement and get more engagement and, of course, build my email list. So you'll see my contest coming out soon. It was a bummer. I wanted it to come out before I actually did this podcast, but just timing didn't allow. And I didn't want to waste an opportunity to tell you about contest domination. So definitely go to amyporterfield.com forward slash eight and grab that $1 trial. I think that you'll be pleasantly surprised and want to continue with the tool, but definitely get the discount to get started. Now, before I wrap up, I wanted to go over some key tips for running a Facebook contest. And that first one is to make sure you decide on only one goal for your contest. This is extremely important, especially for those of you who are social media managers or marketers for a company set expectations. So there's no confusion as to what this contest was supposed to do after it's over. I hope that your one goal will be to get more quality leads, but let's say it is that you just want more social proof. You want to grow your Facebook page. Well, to get likes, then will be your main focus. Getting leads will be a secondary, but I really hope you set up a contest and you say, okay, our number one goal is to get leads. And when you do that, you'll put more of a focus on getting those leads and you'll see bigger results. But my tip there is don't make tons of different goals for one contest. Stick to one goal and focus on that only. The great thing is when you focus on leads, like I said earlier, you're going to get more likes. I have no doubt about that. Also connect your contest with your other social platforms. So use Pinterest and Twitter and YouTube to drive traffic to your contest app on Facebook. So don't forget your secondary social platforms. If you make Facebook your core platform, and I really encourage you to at least in the beginning, use some Facebook advertising in order to drive traffic to that custom app. Because one thing I always teach about custom applications on your Facebook page is that people are not going to just find them. You need to drive traffic to them. But the great thing about this tool is once you drive some traffic to that custom app, now people are sharing it to get more points. So all those referrals are now organic traffic to your contest. So push some traffic there in the beginning, but hopefully your contest is good enough that it will take flight and you don't have to keep running those Facebook ads if you don't want to. And how do you make your contest really valuable? You choose a great prize that is highly attractive to your ideal audience and very relevant to your brand. So again, you don't just want to give away a new iPhone or a new iPad. You want to give away something that has substance and actually means something to your ideal audience. Because if you think about it, the contest of course is to get more leads, but what do you want to do with those leads? You want to turn them into customers. And if you have a bunch of leads of people that just wanted a shiny new iPad, you are not going to be able to convert those people into customers down the road. So with that, really be careful about the prize you choose. And in this case, when you're using contest domination, make it really valuable. Whatever that means to your business, make sure that your audience is going to see that prize and think I've got to have it. And I got to tell my friends about it. I really encourage you to experiment with Facebook contests, especially with the contest domination tool. It makes it easy for you and it's really powerful. I have even more case studies that I could share with you, but I thought I would focus on two really cool ones. The Mixergy with Andrew Warner, who already had an audience and then Anthony, who is starting from scratch. It works for both types of businesses 
And it's such a great way to start growing your email list with your Facebook efforts. Now, the final thing I'll say about growing your email list on Facebook, I really do want you to also experiment with just Facebook ads. Even when you're not running a contest, Facebook ads are a great strategy to get more leads. In my very first podcast, I talked about Facebook offers. And if you're interested in growing leads with just social media in general, definitely check out that first podcast. It's at amyporterfield.com forward slash one. And I actually talk about Facebook offers to get more leads. It's a really cool, inexpensive strategy. But I also talk about how to get more leads on Pinterest, Twitter, and YouTube. So if you want to look at all of your social sites as a way to grow your email list, definitely check out my very first podcast where I talk about leads across all social media sites. So our next episode is the final installment of our three-part mini training on Facebook, and it's going to be all about how to profit from Facebook. So make sure you look for that soon. And lastly, this podcast is still fairly new, and I would love to introduce it to more people that would find it valuable for their business. So if you like what you've heard today and you want to help me spread the love, please go to amyporterfield.com forward slash love and tell your friends about it. So amyporterfield.com forward slash love. Tell all your friends about it and I would greatly appreciate that. So until next time, take care. Thanks for listening to the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast at www.amyporterfield.com.